0: Now listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. What a blessing it is to come to church on Sunday morning. We thank you. We ask you to fill us with your Holy Spirit and guide us into all of your powerful truth. Lead us, O God, and we thank you for your great blessing on every one of us today. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said, "Amen." Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Is the Lord blessing you? Powerful. Great. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And this morning, I am sharing with you about... What did I you I was going to share with you about? Seven what? Steps or principles. Do you think a principle is the same as a step? Then why do you say step when they are principles? What a shock. Okay. Everybody, Ephesians chapter 6. And we are being blessed this morning already. Amen. But I want to tell you something, you know. God is a God of mystery. Amen. And um, I don't want you to try to understand everything. What do you think? Hmm? Do you want to understand everything? God is a God of mystery. And that is why the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like a man who hid treasure in a field. All right, and somebody comes and finds the treasure. All right. So I don't know if you have, but in my in my my mother used to have. Uh, Easter eggs. Do you know Easter eggs? If you don't know Easter eggs, there's nothing wrong with it. if you don't know Easter eggs. And um, we used used to hide them. I think at Easter time, we used to hide the eggs in the garden. And we were supposed to go and look for the Easter eggs. And they were all colored eggs. Yeah, colored blue, color red, color yellow, color orange. And there were other things hidden also in the garden, which were treasures. Yeah, like a lollipop or something like that. You know? Now, I don't know there was something that they were always doing at Easter time. I, I think, uh, I don't exactly know what it was, but I, I remember as a child, that. We used to do that every Easter. And the point is that you could just take the Easter egg and give, here you are, here you are, here you are, here you are. You get it. But when it becomes a treasure, God can hide it in the the field and expect you to search for it. That is why there are so many implications and indications that God is hiding himself. And he's hiding things from us. Yeah. God is hiding things all the time. Yeah. In fact, in the Bible it says, he hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take when he hath tried me. And I shall come forth as gold. Amen. On on another note, he says the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl. Do you see? Which a very valuable pearl, which when a man has found, he goes to sell everything, comes to get it. So the things of God are treasures, they are pearls, they are wonderful things of great value. And you and I have to be prepared to search for them. So, from now, don't expect everything to be plain. Don't expect everything to be plain. Some things are going to be mysterious. And and it's not everything you are going to understand. You're going to understand some things. And some of the things you're expected to um, that is why preaching with a chart, with diagrams is not necessarily anointed. Do you get it? You can have a chart or a screen like we have um, or a screen that we have and then you, you, you put everything there. Like when I was just explaining, we have a chat with God at a round circle, and then some treasure and then a man searching for it in a cartoon that he finds it. Then when he finds it, it jumps up. You know, so that you understand it better. You know. But the fact of the matter is that God has allowed himself to be a God of mystery. And mystique. And those who seek. Shall find. Not those who need. Shall find. Those who ask. Shall receive. Those who knock. it shall be opened. And those who are searching for. That is why. All my life. I have struggled. Sometimes to give things that are great treasures to people who don't want them. And have always been disappointed. One day, a pastor said to me, he said, it is like you are answering questions which we have not asked. Yes. He said, the books you have written, you are answering questions we haven't asked ourselves. You see, and, and, and that is the best way to not do well. You see. The, the reason why. Some of you don't do well in school. And I can say that because I have finished school. Because <laughs> I finished school. I don't know how far you are in your school. But in my time. I did well. I did very well. Yeah. Not I didn't do well in, in my class. I did well in the whole country. Yeah, My class was the country. Yeah. No, no. I mean it because to to go to the medical school, at that time there was one medical school and that was the University of Ghana Medical School and only 50 people were to be taken from the whole country. 55, five to do dentistry and 50 to do medicine, yeah. And were chosen in order of merit. At least the first uh, five, or the first five, or the first ten people were taken automatically. And I was the fifth person in the whole country. Yeah. So I'm explaining to you that my and I'm, I'm saying this to explain something to you. Amen. That the reason why you don't do well in school is because you are always answering questions, reading the answers to questions that you don't know exist. You are reading the answers to questions you've never asked. Or that you don't know exists. You see, when when I am when I study, I start with the question. That's why I always hold the question in my in my right hand before I read the textbook. Yeah. And I can tell you because my class was the country. And your class is thirty people or hundred people or whatever. So if I'm studying pathology. The book is very big. So when you read it, you can't remember anything. Yeah. But when you read the question, and you see that, wow, this is the question they are going to ask. Then when you go to the book, you see the answer to a question that you have found that is going to come, or is one of the possible questions that's going to come. Then the book starts to make meaning. Do you understand so that, that pastor was saying to, he was saying that, you are answering questions we have never asked ourselves. Like you have never asked yourself, how can I make my church grow? And I'm, I've written a book called Mega Church, which you have not asked how the church will grow. So when you read it, it doesn't really mean much to you. you understand? It just, it just, you read it, it just passes over. Because you've never been at a place where you really want the church to grow. So even though it's wonderful stuff, because you've never asked that question, you never really get it. Like a a new book that I I just released, called He That Has Shall Have More. It's a book that will answer questions if you were to ask them. Why is it that? person gets more who already have. Sometimes people come to me you know and I may be surrounded by poor people. I'm not poor. But everybody around me may be poor. Or everybody around me may be broke. But they never give anything to those people who are broke. They only give to me. Over and over and over again. Each time I quote to the, pe- the people that are standing by me that he that has shall receive. And he that has not has to spend money on the way home to reduce the money that you have. But you have never asked that question. So that book is an answer book for someone who has, has been asking that question. If you want to be anointed, or you ever asked the question, so how can I really want to be anointed? Then that book, Steps to the Anointing, would be a treasure to you. But until the day comes, when you really want to be anointed for whatever reason, and you really want to seek for the anointing, such a book, you may write, read it for an exam, or read it to whatever, it will just pass over you. And that was what was happening in medicine, in the medical school. And I, I discovered for myself that, and this is something I learned as I learned, as I studied, that if I have seen the question, because when I go through, let's say I'm doing biology, and I just see the diagram of an eye, this is the cornea, this is the whatever, this is it. You just look at the picture and say, wow, and then you go on. But when you Take an exam question, 2004, and they say draw a diagram of the eye. You say wow, and you go back, and you see that that diagram is right there. You just passed over it, and you never knew that it's a diagram you're going to have to reproduce. So suddenly, when you see that diagram, it will be of great interest to you. Yeah, of great interest to you, because you know that. That's why, that's why you see people studying for hours and, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and they don't, they never do well in school. Because they are reading answers to questions, they, they don't know that those questions are going to be asked. They see the answers, so they don't realize that this is a very important thing, to so just pass it, and pass it, and pass it. pass it. Oh yeah. So this is why people don't get filled with the power of God and with the anointing. Because you are always giving answers to people who have never asked them. So I mean, I must say that anybody sitting in the church today must want something. You know, and something in what we are preaching must be an answer to something that you need. And therefore, it should be an answer to some kind of question in your life and your ministry. Amen. Amen. So, start to ask questions. Start to ask. Because for me, I have asked for what was so far from me that I should have it. Almost all the things that when I was a young student that I imagined could ever be I have achieved them. Oh yeah, almost anything that has came to my mind as a young person, I have achieved it already. It's true. I, I can't think of anything that I haven't achieved that I imagined. With it to have a church? To have a big church? To have a building? To have a cathedral? I, I was in Suhum when I thought it would be great if Yongicho. Dedicate my church. He came to dedicate my church. Somebody called me, somebody called me um, after Benny Hinn came around and asked me to listen. I mean, I couldn't I, listen, or showed me. He said, on this day, he told me the date. You said, you said you were preaching. You said Benny Hinn will come to the church. And he, he mentioned different things that I said would happen. One of them was that Benny Hinn was good to come to the church. I said, Wow, well, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. The books that I'm preaching to you from are published in Latvia. You, you, you didn't know that. Do you know mm. Latvia? Yeah. You don't know NATO? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't know NATO? So I'm just I'm I'm explaining to you that all these things were imaginations and fantastic impossibilities. Do you see? Yes. And so some of them even when I when I said them, I mean I myself did not even believe what I was saying. That's why you should also be careful with your jokes. People who joke a lot, always joking Every conversation of yours is fooling and joking You should be careful Because sometimes your jokes also happen Especially when you believe them Because you know why some people don't like people teasing them It's because sometimes when people are teasing someone There is a part of the teasing that is not teasing They are actually saying something to you (laughs)
2: They're saying something to you.
1: It's true. And maybe they haven't had the opportunity to say it. And they are using this laughter to say something to you. Yeah. That is why some people don't like it at all. I don't don't laugh. I don't like it. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't laugh at people. It's my wife who laughs at people and Bishop Saki, They are the two people I know who laugh at people. But after me, I don't laugh at anybody. So, I pray for you that God will help you to uh, ask a question. Yeah, You must ask. How can I be? Even let's say you want to be beautiful. How can I be beautiful? Because you can be beautiful. I mean, you see, you don't even ask. You think it's something that falls on you. Nobody is nobody is a certain way naturally. I can take any of these people who you think anybody you think is nice. I will do something to her. And put some plantain on her head and some jamnuts and send her out on the street. Then you will realize that it's a different girl, yeah. And everybody has something that can make him or her look nice or not so nice, yeah. You know, one day, <laughs> a sister went and did cornrow, and I said, I said to her, "You need to check the shape of your head first before you do the cornrow." Hairstyle. Yes. Yeah. But, I'll tell you something. One day I met a sister and, I, and she was going to do her hair or whatever. And I said, which style are you going to do this time? She said, oh no, style, the same style. I never changed my hairstyle. Never. She said, I never changed my hairstyle. It's the same hairstyle. Never. I never vary it. I never change it. I have only one hairstyle. And honestly, as I reflect on it, I realize that this is quite an intelligent person who has recognized the hairstyle that suits me. Yeah, this is the hairstyle that suits me. And I actually look nice in this hairstyle. So I never change it. Because this is the best of all. This one, I look, my head looks like a mango. This one, my head looks like a coconut. This one, my head looks like this. Yeah, you've made up your mind that this is what looks nice on me. Why don't you ask some questions? Why don't you ask some questions? How can I be rich? If you want to be rich, why don't you ask, how can I be rich if it is an aim? Or how can I go to America if that's an aim? Or how can I be anointed? How can I be a preacher? So I want to be, I can be. You can be. You can be. How can I go to heaven? How can I please God? If you start asking questions, you will start finding answers. But because you've never, listen, because you, you don't ask questions, so how can I, what can I, when the, questions, the answers are placed before you, you just be glossing and scanning over. And it doesn't, you don't realize that this is the diagram of something that you need. But if you were to ask the question, you start going higher. Yeah. So brothers and sisters, I just sense and feel that you cannot receive much unless you have the attitude of a searching, questioning person who is seeking. A lot of big, big anointings will be by you, but you won't benefit from them. It's true. It's true. The Bible says in Mark chapter 6, Jesus went to his hometown, but there he could not—not not that he would not. Verse two says he could there he could do no great He could not. He could not. He began to teach. The next verse. The next verse. Oh, go down. Next one. You are out of. Your jurisdiction. Go back to verse 1. But you see it right there. It's a Maxix right there. He could not do the miracle. He could not. Not that he would not. But then verse 2. What does it say? It's verse 5. It's verse 5. And he could there. He could not. He could there do no mighty work. Jesus Christ, son of God. He couldn't. He couldn't do anything. So there are no mighty, and no mighty works. He couldn't preach well. Because preaching is a mighty work. I mean, Billy Graham didn't heal anybody. Never heard of him healing anyone. But he has done mighty works. He went to England. He had a crusade in 1954. It was initially supposed to be for about seven days. He ended up preaching for three months. Every day. And he ended up preaching to the queen, to the uh, prime minister, Churchill, everybody had to listen to him. Yeah, He did mighty work. So that is not, not, only not healing. So the, except just laying hands on a few and even that with minor ailments, you see another another version would say with minor ailments, a few sick with minor ailments. That that's God. 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 God could not work unless you don't believe that Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ could was he was immobilized when he met these kind of people. You know, so I I just pray that there will be. A big anointing by you, and you will sort of make use of it. In fact, you know, we had him recently. You know, although it looks automatic that he just came, it was not as smooth as that. Actually, at a point, I almost called it off. And one of the reasons—one of the reasons was that, you know, I did not—I did not want anything to happen that would disrupt. My belief in Him and the anointing that is on His life. I don't want anything to damage my ability to receive the anointing. Yeah, it's a very dangerous thing. You know, sometimes you shouldn't even you shouldn't even come close if you are the type. Because some of you you, you are not you are not discreet. You are not the type who can be close. There are types of people. You know, there's types who can do high jumps like this dancing. I was watching the dance and I asked Aida that when she was in school, was she doing this kind of dancing? She said, No, I don't see her so active these days. And I was wondering whether these people who are dancing, especially the girls, will be that active as they get on with life. <laughs> That's a question. It's a very important question. Because the dancers have so much life and energy. Wow, world. Eels on wheels. Spiders in the king's palace. And lizardo. I mean, these are all animals. Spiders, lizards, and eels. They are all fast-moving animals. So, I don't know. You get it? Are you there? Amen. So some of you have the ability to be close, but some of you don't. You are just not that way. You are not tuned for, for something like that. So I almost asked Ben-Him not to come. My darling, are you okay? You need some water? Take some water? Drink some water? Drink some water? Okay. Are you new? You're new. Today's your first time. Second time. Okay. Great. Now, how many of you i going to value the anointing so that you get as much. Do you want to get as much from it? Then, ask questions. Ask questions. So that the preaching and the teaching will be answers to questions you have already asked. Because I'm just about to say, give seven principles for being strong. I'm about to give seven prayers. And you don't even want to be strong. You've never asked whether you should be strong. You don't mind being as you are.
0: You understand? You don't
1: mind being as you are. So what I'm going to give is, it's not even an answer to anything. You don't even mind. You don't mind being as weak as you are. So you, I want you to ask yourself, what can I do to be strong? Strong, spiritually. And you ladies, you better be strong because in your body are certain normal buttons which are going to bend you along a certain line in this life. It's true. And if you are not strong, spiritually, your flesh, your emotions, and your makeup is going to turn you on a curve which is contrary to what you even want. You don't even want it. And it will happen to you. Yeah. Because being strong is, is the anchor which will keep your mind and your flesh on course. You are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are a woman. A woman is a woman. A man is a man. You see, at best, a man of God is reduced to a man a man of god is a
3: man
1: a man of god is a man and a woman of god is a woman that is why joyce Mayer, when she's going preaching she carries 10 or 20 suitcases she goes with her uh, uh her seamstress uh, her hairdresser and her makeup whatever she carries all these people with her because she is a woman of god she's not she's a woman before of god comes in a woman of God. I I, I, don't, I don't travel with a hairdresser. At best, I cut off my hair so that I don't even have to comb it. That's the maximum. I don't want any uh, what do you call it, bother with it. Look at there's nothing to do. Let's cut it off. But you, you are a woman of God. So the things of a woman, you will never be flying above it like a helicopter. You will always be a woman before of God. And a man, you will always be a man before of God. So you better be strong spiritually. But you haven't even asked yourself, why why, why why should I be strong? So as I'm coming to vomit on you, these powerful principles of how to be strong, they'll just pass over you like water, water on a duck. Have you seen ducks swimming in a pond before? Have you wondered why they don't get wet? Have you seen eagles diving into the water to catch fish? Have you wondered why they don't get wet? How they can come out and fly. They go in and come out and fly again. Because they have things in their feathers. The water doesn't stick on them, it just comes right off and they are dry. So they can live in the water all the time and they, they don't get wet. And see, some of you are like that. You are like ducks or eagles or hawks which are diving into the water. The wet comes on you and it just slides off cooling like that. Mm. Slide off. Wow. So I pray that you will have questions. And those questions will be answered. Amen. So today I'm not, I'm not going to preach for long because we are going to have a school after church. And if you are not, you are not part of the school, you cannot attend that school. Only four, you can only be in the class that you belong. Alright? Are you excited about that? Okay, so six principles. Come on. Seven principles for being a strong Christian. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Okay? Let's go there. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the tricks of the devil. Amen. And once again, the mainstay of our battle is battling against tricks. Amen. Tricks. Okay. For we, verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Last week I was telling you about these spirits. Area spirits. Principalities. Powers. Amen. against the rulers of the darkness of the world. That is, uh, you are light, the unbelievers are darkness. And there are rulers that rule them. That is why parents will, will, a man will drop you, a man, a man will drop you at 2 a.m. A man will drop you in the house at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And your mother will not say anything. She will open the door, and you'll come, and she'll be waiting for you, and you'll come in. A man, a man with a pot belly, a man with an air-conditioned car, will drop you at home at 3 a.m., and your mother will open the door, and she will not say anything. But when you go to church, and you come at 11 o'clock, it's as though you went to hell, and you've come back, and they'll be complaining. It is because an evil spirit is ruling the darkness and opposing Christianity and opposing spirituality. Yeah. It, it happened in my time and it, is, it must be happening in your time. Yeah. Sometimes the parents even encourage you to have a boyfriend because you bring those money home or whatever benefits. Some of you, if 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 the minister of lakes and rivers or the deputy minister was to come with his land cruiser to drop you in the house and be picking you every day, they are sending a car to car. or One of the footballers was to send was to send his Land Rover sports version of uh, uh, Discovery. With a driver, Range Rover, to come and pick you. One of these footballers, Ghana Black Star footballers, was to be picking you. Your mother wouldn't mind whether your virginity is lost or whether you are being injected with all kinds of spirogyra and other diseases. What a shock! Is it true or is it not true? I say it's one of those footballers! Footballers! Sit down, sit down! Do you know the footballers, those people who play for Black Stars? It's one of them! Something as someone, something Joe, something this, something this, something, something, something that! Was to be dropping you in its Range Rover.
3: <laughs>
1: tell me the truth. Stand up and tell me the truth. Is it true, you Bishop? Is so true?
2: Maybe jet coming to pick me up.
1: Baby Jess, what's that? Hey. Hey.
3: Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Baby Jess hey. is taking you. In the- hey. Hey. A for your mother. Sit down, sit down. And they will be- give a hamper for you to give to your mother. Your mother will gladly sacrifice her daughter. Or, oh, or, oh, or oh, let's The black stars are playing a friendly match with uh, um, Brazil and they are playing in London. Yes, and you are not married, you are 19 years old, 20 years old, and one of those black stars, or even somebody who is on the bench, Jonas, is not even playing, he's on the bench. He sends a car that they should bring you to London. Your mother and your father—you'll be surprised—they will help you to pack. They'll help you to pack and send you away to go and fornicate with that footballer. Sit down. Why are you standing? Sit down. One day, a certain church member, beautiful girl. Yeah. Such a Range Rover was picking hair and dropping hair. Yeah. Somebody who is a Christian. But a footballer is picking hair. Taking hair to Germany, go to this play here, play there, and you have to go to the hotel. Meanwhile the the footballers are not supposed to have sex while they are playing. So they are all hidden and then they are brought into the rooms. And you are a born again Christian speaking in tongues. Do you see? And it's just like this. And the person already has a child here, has a child and has a wife already. But you see, that's a one home and away. A one, one wife home and one away. And one for the road. And your mother doesn't mind if you are the one for the road. Oh. That is why I speak about evil spirits. Yeah. And that is why you must be careful about money. Okay. And spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Stand there. And, and that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. So, and having done all to stand. So, the way you can be strong to withstand the devil is to take on the whole armor of God. So, the seven principles for becoming strong are the same seven pieces of the armor that you have to take. And you have to take all. Otherwise, you will not be strong. That is why the, uh in the olden days okay they had an armor over the head everywhere metal I don't, have you seen one before where did you see it <laughs> now I have seen one live I was once where i was I was taking one to a hotel to stay in a hotel when I got to the hotel it, it did not look like a hotel because the hotel was a castle. Yeah, it was an old castle. And they took me to a room. They said, when I got, they said, this is your room. Because it was a, the, either the king, or I don't know who was in that castle. Or I don't know, not every, Even junior people had castles in those days. I don't think it was a king, but some kind of a king. And there in the room huh, was one of these armor." Put on the whole armor of God, type of armor, and the man was standing there, covered from head to toe metal, and you can't even see whether there is somebody in it. So when I lay down on the bed and I I look across the room, I said, "Ah, who oh, is this man standing in the room?" So I told the people who brought me. I said, "I." I don't like this room again. I don't feel happy in the room. I feel that there is somebody with me because there is something. Even you put on the hole, you can't see anything. Why? Because in those days, any kind of look. If you like, cut just a small part of your your finger. You know, take a knife. You see how they peel oranges? Just peel here and see whether it will not pain you. So there is no place which is painless in the fight. So they are using knives. So anywhere they get, if they can get here, 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 there is two, because just the smallest scratch like this, you see that your your body is paining you. If you like this evening when you go, just remove and see whether you can sleep. You cannot sleep again. You get it. So you you the devil is can attack anywhere. So. leave one of the arms. You've got to put on everything. So it doesn't work without the other part. And most of the time, Christians put on some, do you understand, and leave some. So the seven principles, of which I'm going to give you one or two today, are to make you a strong Christian. Amen. And if you, that's, that's if you want to be a strong Christian. I don't know if you've ever... Ask yourself whether you can be strong or what is the use of being strong and what good is it if you are strong. But I want to be a strong Christian. I've seen the devil before. Yeah. I've seen demons on a number of occasions. On a number of occasions. And you'll find them in some of the most unlikely places. I've seen demons. I saw, I've seen demons in Ghana. I seen demons in in England. I saw Satan in England. It is in England that I saw him standing in front of my bed. Yes. And I was so terrified when I came out of my when I jumped out of my bed, I was so scared I I didn't know what to do. At three AM, you know, that I went to have communion. I tell you. It It was such a terrifying experience. Sometimes I tell pastors, they think I'm joking. I said, "Look, if you don't know what to do, have communion." I didn't know what to do. So, if you want to play games with a devil who can see you, there is a film everybody should watch. It's called "Now You See Him, Now You Don't." In that film, somebody had some paint. When you paint yourself, you disappear for some time. You know, and I always see that that is how the devil is. He just puts the paint over, and he comes to be in the house with us. So sometimes you go to lie on your bed and he's painted himself and he also comes to sit there. And he'll be there. Yeah. And you can't see him. You can't see him. Have you seen sometimes it's as if you see something passing? Some of those things are, are real. Sometimes you can tell there's something there. Some of those things are real. It's like, ah, I thought I saw something. Yeah. I, saw, I, thought, I, thought, I, saw, I thought I saw something go by. It happens. You can sense and sometimes you are making contact with the spirit world, but you can't fully make contact. Sometimes it's a good spirit or bad spirit. Yeah. There are places after crusades I am attacked in the night by evil spirits. Yeah. It has happened to me only uh, only in um, four, three places. Three places that I had to see And it was a revelation to me. In fact, on one on one night, I didn't even really want to sleep again. Yeah. I did not want to lie down on my bed. Yeah. It was a revelation of the extent of evil spirits that were present in that place. Yeah. So... You, 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 you can stay as a weak Christian. But some of us are trying to be strong from today. Alright. So principle number one. Truth. Truth. Stand therefore. Amen. Amen. Having your loins. Get about with what? With what? With truth. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now truth. And telling the truth. It's a very, very, very important um, uh, principle for spirituality. One time I was casting out devils. Please, somebody should remind me, I don't want to preach for a long time. You know? There was a certain young man, uh, or young lady, and demons were coming out of the person. Okay? And at a point, I asked the demons, How were you able to come here? And the demons answered, Clearly, the belt of truth was loose. Yeah, The belt of truth was loose. I was shocked. I almost fell down. I'm talking about somebody highly possessed with devils. And the, the evil spirit said, Belt of truth was loose. Yeah. Every form of deception and lies opens you up to the owner of lies. There is an owner. The owner of deception and the father of lies is the devil. So every time you dabble in lies and deception, you are dabbling. With the currency that belongs to somebody. Yeah. So if you want to open yourself up to evil spirits, you know, um, you need to start telling lies. You'll become more and more and more exposed to evil spirits. Okay. How many have told a lie before? How many have told a lie this year? Now, it's not good to tell lies this year. How many have told a lie this week? No, but you see, you shouldn't feel happy to be raising your hand. You can, you, you, must not tell lies. You see, that, 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 that is, I mean, it's amazing that this is something that Christians must learn that you should not tell lies. That's all. That if you don't want to, to, to answer a question, okay, you just say that, look, I don't appreciate the question that you are asking me. This is, this is what you say. I don't appreciate that question. And, or, you can say that, I will not be subject to your interrogation. It something that you can say, I will not be subject to your interrogation. And another thing you can say is, I do not see why I should be made to answer questions that you are asking. Yeah. Or, you can say, I don't feel like discussing the topic that you are talking about. Or you can say, it's personal. And I don't uh, want to discuss it. There are so many things you can say apart from lying. Now, if I ask you, Nanaya, stand up. If I call you and I and I ask you, I say, Nanaya, I saw 200 boys following you. Last weekend. How many different boyfriends have you had? Are they all your past boyfriends that you've had? The 200 guys that I saw following you. Okay? Right? And what answer are you going to and What are you going to tell me? Official oh, quite
3: personal.
1: It's personal. It's personal. Quite personal. And what else? I don't believe really-
3: you like discussing this issue.
1: You don't feel like discussing this issue. Okay, so I prefer I prefer that. No, I respect you you are of a higher grade spiritually. Far higher than if you were to tell me, let's say you have the two hundred boys, okay? And that you'd you rather tell me oh there were fifteen. Fifteen boyfriends not two hundred only only fifteen. Meanwhile, she has had 200 boyfriends and she says that there are only 15. You see, she has known herself and moved into error and deceptions and delusions. So just tell me, what did you say?
3: It's personal. It's
1: personal. And then number two, what?
3: I don't feel like discussing this. And number three, what? I don't see why I'm subject to discussing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I want you to know that from today, I'm not going to be close to you. Nana, yeah, just look at it. I, you, because I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to relate with you accordingly. Because you don't want to discuss with me, isn't it?
3: Yes.
1: You don't want to discuss with me, so we, we are going to stay. Our relationship is going to stay at this level. Do you understand? We'll just going to relate relating, church. Because you don't want to discuss, and you even said you don't, you don't see why you should be subject to that discussion with me. You get it? You? Yes, I do. Is that not what you said? And, and you said, well, it's personal.
3: Yes,
1: it's very personal. Huh? It's very personal. Very personal. So i also says if this is personal, that uh, we, we, we cannot be close because what is personal to you is also personal to me. So we don't get personal. So we just stay on that level. That's it. So, you know, I was going to choose you as my beloved, well, but I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind because it's like it's better Everything is faster. It's like we can't go we can't go fast. Yeah. I was I, I was thinking about it. But I've changed my mind. Oh, you can sit down. You can sit down now. Yeah. But it's better. It's better. Well, how many will agree with me? It's better than coming up with flat lies. At least you, you not be personal with somebody or not be close to somebody. It's better than to be lying and be a liar. That's all. Do not be a liar. Because he's the father of lies and therefore he's the father of liars. So you are bringing Satan into your life in a certain way. It's very dangerous. I hope you are understanding what I'm saying. So lying must go out of your life. And you see what I feel is that many times, the reason why I'm giving you these answers is that Many times you don't know how to not lie because there are, there are only two options: you tell a lie and you move into a demonic realm, or you, you will not be close. Or you keep the relationship, and which is which is better than telling a lie? Yeah, because it's a spiritual thing. That's what. You see, that's what as soon as you lie, you open up to demons. Yeah, I, I'm going to show. I'm going to show you. In fact, let me show you right now. Should I show you what's going to happen to you? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to show you two sounds. These are sounds dedicated to liars, and you must never forget them in your life. Amen. Do you want me to show you those sounds? Okay, quickly. Psalm 101. 101 lies. Now, just, have you found it? Psalm 101, if we read it, it's a short psalm. I will, come and sing for me. Come sing for me. Sing it, sing it out for me. That would be beautiful. Oops. Right, here you are, Psalm 101. That's it, right here. I
2: will think of your love loving kindness and justice to you, O oh Lord. I will sing praises, I will give you to the blameless way.
3: When will you come to me, oh Lord?
2: I will walk within my house, in the integrity of my heart. I will set no word less, less thing before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not fasten its grief from me. Are you
1: Are you with us? Verse 4 now. Verse 4. We are singing the psalm.
2: A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will no more know. know. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will
3: destroy.
2: No one who has a haughty look and a narrow gun heart, I will enjoy. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a blameless way is the one who will minister to me. He will practice his deceit, shall not dwell within my house. He mm. will speaks falsehood,
0: shall not
2: maintain his position before me. Mm. Every morning I will destroy all the wicked of the land, so as to cut from the of the Lord, all those who do iniquity. Wow. Sing,
1: sing, sing from verse 7. Look at, look at, look at verse 7. Look look at the terrible, um, and she's singing from the American Bible. Sing it, my dear. He
2: will practice this deceit, shall not dwell within my house. He,
1: he. This one says, Wicked shall not dwell within my house. Mercy.
2: He who speaks falsehood shall not maintain his
1: position before me. This one says, He that tells lies shall not tarry in my sight. And then the American says, Will not maintain his position. You see, when you tell lies and the lies are discovered, you lose your position. Come to me, my dear. You had 200 boyfriends, isn't it? And when you saw me, you told me that you had only 15. Yes. Now, I have so far been going around the world, every time I meet one, this one was also a boyfriend, this one was also a boyfriend. I, I married you. I meet this one. Now it's 17 people I've met. Now how do you explain? Because you said there were 15. Now I've met 88 people. And I'm still counting. Every day I meet somebody else. Or if you were my uh, uh, treasurer. And I find out one day that somebody gave you some money. And you, you ate it. And you told me that you, you took the money out, and you told me there was 100 uh, cities when well, it was thousand. After some, as soon as that, you will not maintain your position, this is what happens. Yeah, it's it's one of the it, it's a protection from demotion. You lose your standing as soon as you, 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 you move into those. thousands. it's better that the person will not be close to say that look. I, it's personal. I don't want to discuss this. Or this is out of area. You know, I've never discussed with. You can say, you know, I've never discussed this thing with somebody before. So I, I feel embarrassed, I don't know how to to talk about it. So, if you can excuse me. Or you say, Bishop, please, I beg you, I've not discussed it before. I, I don't want to discuss it now. Or let me pray about it before I discuss it. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. All I'm saying is, your mother, your mother may not be in approval of you coming to church. But you've come to church. When you go back home, don't go and say, oh, I went to a drinking bar, so that you'll be happy. But you can, you, you can, there's a way you can go about it. After when you are doing that. Some of you here, I mean, you've done abortions before, you've had boyfriends, you've even gone abroad, and your parents don't know about it. How come, when it comes to going to church, you seem to have lost all ingenuity and Ability to maneuver your, your way and you don't know what to do anymore. I don't understand it. It's like when you've got, you know, like you're now a Christian, you don't even seem to have any wisdom left for how to do what you want to do. Okay, sit down, my dear. So you've lost your position. It's the Psalm 101, 101 lies. There are two Psalms, 101 and 120. They are the most terrible. Things you don't want to have this in your life. Like, let's finish this one. He who
2: practices deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who speaks falsehood shall not
3: maintain
2: his position before me.
3: Do you want to do your position?
2: Every morning I will destroy.
1: All the wicked of the land. Every morning when God gets up, He's coming to destroy all the wicked in the country. Every morning. Including you and your life. Every morning.
2: Sing it. So as to cut off from the city All those who do iniquity Glory be to the Father And to the Son And to
3: the Holy God,
2: As it was in the beginning Is now and ever shall be worlds without end.
1: How many love instead of reading, just sing it? Why not? It's a modern world. Psalm 120. Mercy. This one has only seven verses. Psalm 120. In my
2: trouble, I cried to the Lord. He answered me,
1: delivered my soul. From what?
2: Oh, Lord, cry.
1: This is a prayer. You see, when you are a pastor, you must be praying. Oh Lord, deliver my soul from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. Hmm. Sing it.
2: What shall What shall be given to
3: you? And
2: what more
3: shall be
2: done to
3: you?
1: This is your punishment that is coming. You deceitful
2: tongue, sharp arrows of the warrior with the burning coals
3: of the
1: broom tree. Okay. So it says, What more shall be done? To you. Oh lying tongue. Huh? What shall be done to a liar? Hmm? You deceitful tongue. Two things. Sharp arrows. Of the warrior. Expect a sharp arrow. To enter you. With burning coals. Of the broom tree or the juniper. Sharp arrows of the mighty. The King James is fantastic. Sharp arrows of. You see, when a strong person throws, like Rambo, when Rambo throws the thing at you, it's different from if some woman just. I mean. Oh, oh my God. If Rambo takes the sharp arrows of the mighty, it will pass through you and you will go and hang on the wall. Is it not true? So what is the Bible saying that? What shall be done to a liar? What, can, what more shall be done? Go to the best before. What more shall be done? What shall be given unto thee? This is What, what are we going to give to you? Huh? Or what shall be done unto thee? Or what, what shall be given or done? Thou false tongue. And the American says what? Thou, verse 3 deceitful tongue. And look at verse 2. Quickly. Who is the man on the on thing?
0: Deliver my
1: soul from lying lips and from it. He says he prays that he curses. He prays deliver me from them that he curses them. He says deliver my soul. Then verse 3 he says what shall be given unto you or what shall be done unto thee thou false tongue, The mighty arrows of Rambo coming for you and number two with calls of juniper. So if you want to be protected from mighty arrows of the mighty and juniper, I don't know what they are. It's some kind of problem, I tell you. Some kind of I mean, calamity, some kind of difficulty, some kind of tragedy, some kind of thing that you don't want in your world, in your life. You see, you may not like to hear what I'm saying, but I'm not here to say only what you like. I I, I don't really intend to impress you. But you will find out that many Nigerians have learned how to tell lies as part of their life. So much so, go back to Psalm 101. So much so that it has affected a very intelligent group of people. Yes. Because I can tell you, go down, go down quickly, verse 2. Oh, to the end, please. Who is the person there? Who is this person? Where were you trained? He that wept deceit shall not dwell in my house, and he that tell a shall not tarry in my sight. And look at verse eight. Notice, notice, notice. Verse, verse six. Which one says that he shall not stay in my maintain his position, shall not tarry in my sight? Verse seven. Quickly. Yeah. They don't maintain their position. Do you know that Nigeria is, in terms of English language, eh, compared to Ghana, Nigerians are far ahead. They were far ahead. They were. In education, in everything, even the church. When I first started going to Nigeria, I said the church in Nigeria is more than 20 to 30 years ahead of the church in Ghana. Yeah. That's why I've taken delegations of people to Nigeria many times. One day we were attacked in Nigeria. I had taken all my bishops and all my pastors to Nigeria to go and learn. That's how much I respect the church in Nigeria. So much. I took everybody and we were all attacked. But you lose your position. You lose. Because you you mentioned the word Nigeria is almost synonymous with deception and lying. Yeah. Or cheating of some sort across the whole world. Once I went to Singapore, I was with some of my pastors. When we got there, some of the pastors, Ghanian pastors, when we got there, the pastors who were hosting me were a bit hostile. They were not happy to receive us. Then they were, me. then, afterwards they said, who are these people? Who are these people who are? I said, oh, they they are my pastors. I'm with them. So where are they? They, are pastors, they are Oh, I see. We thought they were, they were Nigerians. So, the problem that we have had here with Nigerians, and they started to mention every country I have been to. You see, it has made for a, a bank in England to write on the bank house that we do not open account for Nigerians in the bank. Opening, we don't open account for Nigeria. I Actually, mean, it's a very serious thing. Because this is a modern world. We don't allow racism or any such thing. It, it has destroyed the country. One of my pastors, a missionary, went, and you see, when we, take, we go a missionary, you have to go with your children, your school, everything. Go there. Be there. That is what it is. The person did exam, everything, JSS, whatever. When the result came, different results. In JSS, or whatever, I think she had A or 1. Do you have A or 1? A. A in Yoruba. No, she didn't do Yoruba. She, she, has, she has not done the exam. But A, in, in, you've got A, it's like the, the exam result means nothing. We are, you are destroying so as people begin to see that as you've wasting the word Nigeria, or you bring to bring out a green passport, so, hey, everybody is aware, everybody is afraid. So what I'm trying to say is that when you, 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 destroy, you are making yourself subject to so many evils, so many evils, I tell you, I've seen people who have lost all their positions because of lies, 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 Sometimes, sometimes i even, one time I was talking to somebody who was telling, I said, look, I will send somebody. So I made an international call, and I sent somebody, I said, go ahead and talk to the person, and encourage the person, so that the person will not tell any lie. I was trying to save the person, so the person will not tell a lie, because I knew the truth already. The person couldn't get it. I sent about three different people. Then I send the softest mother that the person will listen to. But that's what the person didn't understand. The person couldn't see. That I have now sent your mother to try and talk to you. And the person lost the position. Lost, 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 lost. That's, that's how you lose. So it's one of the strongest defenses to have that lie. I don't tell lie. If they say, what is this? Is this whatever? You, 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 you be careful. As soon as you start that, and people get to have even just one percent that this person can tell you a lie, be careful. You you don't you not don't maintain your position again in the world, in the church, in your job, in any place at all. It will just change. It's one of the strongest defenses that once you know that this man cannot lie, does not lie, never lies, will not. even if he if he cannot answer that question, you say you you just ignore the question or just move on. Yeah. Try, try. Lying is, is satanic. It's demonic. John 8, quickly, 44. John 8, 44. John 8, 44. Check it and see. Look, you are of your father the devil and the last of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. That's what, because there is no truth in him. As soon as you see lies, you are seeing Satan. He said when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his nature. So when you, of his own, that, that means his nature. So when you speak a lie, this you are manifesting the nature of the devil. For he is the liar of it, and the father of all lies is the devil. So watch out. Okay? Just, I can see that there is a big hole in Christianity today. And it's, the church is full of liars. Church is full of thieves. Church is full of fornicators. Church is full of everything that is evil is as equally part of the church as it is not. Do you know that if I take a sample right now of blood from everybody here, you'll be surprised at the level of HIV from the front to to this row here. You'll be surprised if I check the blood up to here. You'll be surprised. You will think that, oh, there cannot be anybody from this room, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, who can be HIV positive here. But when I check it right now, you will be amazed. One of our set men at the blood bank, he went to do a, a blood uh, donation at the charismatic church. They had to throw away most of the blood, a lot of the blood. Many of the people, all of them charismatic, they're all HIV positive. Yeah, they couldn't use the blood. If I take the blood test right now, say bring your blood, bring your blood, one two, three, four, one, 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 you will be surprised. So I'm telling you, you know, it, 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 that is why demons are having their way, and the church is powerless. And sometimes we want to go high and far, but we are not able because one of the most basic, but the first aspect of the armor of God is just it's absent, it's either or it's not there, the belt of truth and when the belt of truth comes off you see, many of us, if we remove the belt everything will come off everything will come off, because some of us things are being held by belts it's not everybody who can wear trousers without belts, based on your stomach shape I hope you are listening to me. You know, and when we talk about truth, I can go in many directions, but this is one of the, I'm telling you that just put it out of your life. If you don't know how to not lie, I'm teaching you, don't lie. It's better that somebody's not close to you than that you tell lies. Yeah, that's all. I can't talk, so that is it. Yeah. Do not do not Open the door to demons and evil spirits in your life, and even in your in to, to, to your relationships, to your relationships. Because you see, at a point, the people people find out in their relationships. that? Ah. But you said you said there were only fifteen. You said there were only fifteen guys, but there are two hundred. Yeah, I said one or two, but I, you didn't let me finish. I meant one or two hundred. okay we've almost finished turn back to Ephesians turn back to Ephesians go to chapter 4 I'm going to show you a very powerful scripture that you are going to need okay this one is something we tell people when they are getting married yeah it's something that we tell people when they are getting married but I'm going to give it to you even though you are not getting married and it's about truth Ephesians four fifteen. But speaking the truth in love, you may grow up in all things. Every time you speak the truth, you grow a little. Yeah. And every time you speak the truth, okay, to one another, you have the opportunity to improve. If I speak the truth to you, you'll you do better. Do you get it? Yeah. So the key is this: number one, speak. Key number two, speak the truth. And key number three, speak the truth in love. This, this is if you want to have a good relationship with somebody. Those of you who are just recently becoming beloved, or whatever you are. You are. It, this, these are the three keys to having a good relationship. Number one, speak. Don't be quiet. You see this girl stand up. I, I asked her a question. She didn't want to speak. Remember, I was asking her about a certain thing. She told me, what did she say? She will not be subject to my interrogation. And what else? It's what? It's quite personal. Personal. So because of that, I'm not going to grow. It's because speaking, if she was to speak or speak the truth, I would have grown up into her in all things. My relationship with her would have grown. But because she didn't speak, my relationship with her doesn't grow. So your relationship with people grow when you speak to them. Your, your relationship that's why you can sleep with somebody you don't have a relationship there are many people who, who don't remember the people they slept with there are so many people you don't you don't even know you don't even know one pastor you know he was there when a, a lady came to introduce herself. so oh, how are you god bless you and so on she said yes yes pastor, i need to talk to you yes yes oh yeah you are blessed you are blessed said, Pastor, i need to talk oh you, you are blessed, you are blessed. Said, oh pastor <laughs> you are my father he said what you are my father. So how can I be? You are my father. My mother told me that you are my father. And you see, the pastor became very quiet because he does not remember the people that he has met with. Yeah. True. So, sleeping with somebody doesn't make you grow in your relationship with the person. Often it kills the relationship. But when you speak, when you speak, it makes you grow. Then number two, when you speak the truth, it makes you grow more. There was a certain lady, she got married, and her husband liked stew, but liked the stew in a particular way. Her husband liked the stew in a particular way, and she didn't know. So she she made the stew for him, do you get it? In her way. And every day, the husband was eating it. Do you like the food? Mm -hmm. Do you like the food? Mm -hmm. Do you like the food? Mm -hmm. She made it first year of marriage, second year of marriage, third year of marriage. In the fourth year of marriage, she prepared the same kind of food. The husband just said, I I, it's enough. It's it's enough. It's, It's enough. I can't take it anymore. I can. not So she said, what do you mean by you can? She said I, said, I hate, I hate stew that is made like this. I hate it. She said, what? What do you mean by you hate? I've been making this for you since we got married three years. This is the fourth year I make this. You always say, mm, when I ask you, you say, mm, mm, mm. I think it's delicious. It's delicious. So if you have told me because that, that sister, she's very versatile. So she would have learned the new, the way he likes it. You get it? Change your style. Change your style. She would have learned the new style three years ago. She would have grown if he had spoken the truth. Are, are you getting it? She would have grown if he had spoken the truth. But because he didn't speak the truth, she she didn't grow in her cooking. Yeah. Okay? Are you there? So, principle number one is speak. Speak. And principle number two is speak the truth. Okay? And then principle number three, speak the truth in love. Because some people, thank you my dear, some people, they speak the truth not in love. And it's not, it doesn't feel good the way they say it. You know and often when you are people are married, you cannot even speak the truth again, even when it may be in love, agape, speak the truth in agape, speak the truth in whatever they don't hear it again. And at that point, your, your spouse is disqualified from speaking. Is it true or not true? <laughs> how do you know it's true? How, how many of you are married? How do you know all these things? So. King, let's keep the truth. You're gonna grow when I tell you the truth. So when, when I preach and you, you realize that it's coming your way, don't get angry with me. Don't say, Wow, nah, why are they talking about why are they talking about less girls? Why are they talking about why are they talking about boys? Why are they talking about Nigerians? Why are they talking about airway? Why are they talking about hey hey? Hey who, who, who are you? Jack! Keep smiling. Look straight ahead. Nobody will know that it's about you. Yeah. Just keep smiling. Look straight. Nobody will know. The sin is affecting you. Big time. Yeah. Because God wants you to grow. And sometimes, you, nobody, when the person talks to you personally, it, it won't get through. So sometimes it has to come from the preaching like it's coming from the air. You get me you can wash yourself in it. Because when it's personal, it's like, oh! one day a certain pastor got very proud and he became inflated and like a balloon. And he was now he was rebuking me and correcting me, all sorts of things. I this was for somebody, I appointed him as a pastor. So I told him, because he had just come from abroad, I said, look, you, are, you see, Lucifer walked on the coals of fire. And he said, I will ascend to the he, he had walked on the coals of fire and gone to certain place. That affected him. And he said, I will ascend. I will be like the most So I was explaining to him that he shouldn't let it affect him. You see? But I shouldn't have given that example. He said, Is it, you are calling me Lucifer
2: today? Today you are say I'm Lucifer? I, the pastor, I'm a pastor. You say I'm
3: Lucifer? It's he,
1: he could not receive it. Yeah. So you see, sometimes you, you can't when they tell you personally that, you walk in on the coals of fire and you are behaving like so You get angry. So when I'm preaching the general like it's in the wind, just, just be receiving <laughs> it. Just receive it. <laughs> when you are listening to the thing on the radio or the message, well just just take it in. You know, just say, hey, yeah. I mean, Charlie, it's something that is real. Yeah. And, and, and God will be changing you and you'll be growing and getting stronger. I tell, I tell sometimes people, I say, you know, sometimes I have a long discussion, talking, 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 and sometimes people are upset that we are talking. And I, I keep on explaining to them that when we stop talking, that is when there is a real beast. Because there are some people I don't talk to anymore. I don't say anything about them anymore. Those are the people I don't believe them at all. When I don't speak, that is, that's when I don't believe you at all. <laughs> if you want to know whether I don't believe, you, it's when I don't say. When I believe you, that's when you see me confronting, talking issues, saying this, 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 this. When I don't believe, you, I don't say, I don't say anything about anything. I just, I don't say anything about anything anymore. We just all be there because I have learned to just allow people to just become whatever they want to become. And also, some people they need to get some time; they will change later. Some people will change later; they won't change now. All oh, the apostles betrayed Christ. All of them turned against him. All the apostles abandoned him. But it was the same apostles that Jesus used. And they took the gospel to the whole world. That we are here today. So, sometimes people are yet to change. So, sometimes we don't say anything about anything anymore. To give them some chance to change. With time. And with other winds and other blowings and floods. To come up and blow. May you walk in truth. And may you be strong. Stand to your feet, everybody. How many are getting stronger after today's message? Hey, are you sure? Have I answered a question you were not asking? Lift your hands to the Lord and thank Him. Quickly, quickly. Father, we thank you for your work today. Thank you for the blessing of your Holy Spirit speaking to us. Just everybody pray. You know, everybody needs to call on God. Call on God. Call on God. Say, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for speaking to me. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, my Jesus. I thank you, oh God. Thank you for making me stronger. Making me stronger in you. Following you. Serving you. Obeying you, Lord. Thank you for your word that has come into my life. To make me a strong Christian. Thank you for your word. We say, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. We receive that strength. We walk in that strength. We put on the belt of truth and get about our loins with truth. Thank you, that, Lord, our position will not be taken away from us. But we shall maintain our place and tarry in your presence. And we shall maintain the place you have given to us in your house. We, we pray, Lord, deliver us from lying lips and false tongues and deceitful tongues and lying people, Lord, that are around us. Lord, thank you for mighty arrows of the the mighty, sharp arrows of the mighty, and coals of the juniper tree. What more shall be done? What more can be given unto thee? O lying tongue and deceitful falsehood, liar. Father, we thank you that you deliver us from all forms of wickedness and evil. Rise, O oh Lord, and cut off the wicked from the land early in the morning, that the land may be spared the reproach of the wicked and the presence of the wicked man in our midst. We pray in the name of Jesus for the church here, that you cut out of us lies and deceptions and all forms of falsehoods and deceptions, Lord, all forms of curses in the name of Jesus, take away from us, O oh God, habitual lies, even when it is not necessary to lie Lord, that we tell lies Lord, save us, O oh God, from a false tongue and a deceitful attitude deliver us from deceitful tongues and deceptive ways, yea, Father save us, O oh God, from a belt that is loose, opening ourselves up to demons and evil spirits, save us, O oh God from being far from you, and from being close to the devil. save us, O God, from the nature of Satan, demonic nature, O Lord, Satanic character. Deliver us, we ask in Jesus' name, that our character may be the character of Christ, and not the character of a demon, or an evil and unclean spirit. In the name of Jesus, we are praying, O God. I pray for the little ones, I pray for all of us, O God. Save us, O oh God, from the effect of the seeds of deception that we have sown in the atmosphere and the harvest of those lies that are coming against us. We pray for mercy, Lord, for everyone here. We pray for a new day and a new opportunity to move into truthfulness and to put on the belt of truth. Save us, O oh God, from the father of lies, from the Medra, the satanic presence, That comes with every lie that is spoken. We resist the satanic anointings and satanic oil that pours upon our lives when we speak lies and falsehood in the name of Jesus. Thank you for victory. Thank you for strength and for grace upon our lives. Now, Lord, we lift our hands and we say, fill us with the mighty influence of the Holy Spirit of God. Cleanse us, O Lord, by the blood of the Lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. And fill us with your Spirit. Cause us to be spiritual and to be anointed. To be sensitive to the influence and presence of the cloud of glory. Yes, in silence and in in the turmoil, Lord, may we hear and perceive your voice and your presence amongst us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your presence. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks, Lord. Just put your hand on your heart and thank God for strengthening you by the belt of truth and by changing your entire character for the rest of your life till you die. Falsehoods and deceptions and lying, deceiving attitudes and behaviors and words are out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your great blessing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you here, but you are not a born-again Christian. What I mean by born-again is that if you die today, let's say you fall down. Yesterday I spoke to a man who told me his wife was in the bedroom, and she just bowed over and she was dead. Listen to me, my friend. If you bow down and you die today, will you go to heaven or hell? <laughs> if you don't know, I want to pray for you and pray with you. You want to give your life to God. I want to give your life to Jesus. If you are here like that, wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I want God, I want Jesus to save me and to change me by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you are here, You want Jesus to change your life, to save you. Then just stand where you are, but lift your right hand up high. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Just lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ this morning. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Lift it up high. I see your hand. Pastor, I need Jesus. I want to change. God bless you. God bless you. Don't deceive yourself as you stand here. You know in your heart. If something happens, will you go to heaven or hell? Pray with me, Pastor. I want to give my life to God. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me. Come from where you are standing. Come to me in the front here. Come. 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 Come Come from the side. Come. Come, I want to pray with you. God bless you. Stand here. God bless you. I Come on.
3: Oh, encourage them as they
1: come. Come. If you are coming, come. Oh, to
2: thee, my
3: blessed Savior. I ah. come.
1: Lift your hands, my, my, my friends. Both hands. And everybody also lift your hands. And whatever I pray, I want you to pray after me. Say, Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for my sins. Today, I humble myself. I give my life to you. I give my heart to you. Oh, Jesus, forgive me. Cleanse me. Wash me with your blood. Today, I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Master. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus for today from today i belong to god i belong to god i will follow jesus i will serve jesus christ thank you lord for saving me today in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name amen hallelujah give the lord a mighty clap offering